Accelerators from Beyond. Hello and welcome to Accelerators by Beyond. Join us as we speak with industry leaders and explore the big opportunities ahead in 5G, IoT, AI and cloud and the role of the ecosystem. We discuss how to stay ahead and what technologies, innovation and business models are driving the industry to accelerate. Hi, I'm Raquel Harris, Head of Marketing at Beyond, and I'm here with our host, Jeremy Cohen, co-founder of IoT Now and Vanilla Plus. And today we are here with Danny Kelly, the Head of Innovation at Vodafone. Danny is a member of Vodafone's UK Senior Leadership Team, and he's responsible for emerging technologies considerations and incubation, including 5G and IoT. Jeremy, did you know that Danny has flown to London and Ireland every week for the last 10 years? But apparently he has spent every single week of the pandemic in the same room, proving he doesn't need to leave the room to be productive. <laughs> this, is, this is so true, isn't it? We've all learned that our lives can be very different over the last year. Danny, uh, welcome to our room and it's lovely to have you here. Thanks very much, Jeremy. Yeah, no, absolutely. I actually think what we've learned from the pandemic is probably that we were all working virtually anyway, and it had creeped into our lives. And we have to really ask ourselves how much how much business were we actually doing, in, you know, in a, in a face-to-face versus virtual environment anyway, you know. So it, it creeped up upon us, and I think we were well prepared. Certainly, some companies were well prepared for it, um, you know, when it, when it arrived. Absolutely true. Uh, I, I think a lot of us uh, are sort of experiencing a new way of working, but that's um, sometimes uh, more innovative. And I really want to understand what your innovation team is doing to deliver new and better services to customers. So welcome to the Accelerators podcast. Um, Danny, what led Vodafone to introduce an innovations team and how has that innovation helped during the pandemic? Um, I, I suppose, Jeremy, we've always been quite proud of our innovation at Vodafone, our innovative firsts, and we have a history of firsts within the company. But um, over the past number of years, we have begun to transition as a company from a telecoms company to a tech comms company. And that's quite important, actually, because the technology is advancing in a way that actually we're seeing a massive shift in terms of what we can deliver by way of outcomes to customers. And therefore, actually, the opportunity is now for us to begin that journey as a tech comms company. And we've said that from our senior leadership team right the way down, and it's very relevant. And and, and actually, you know, it, 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 has, it has stood by us well as we moved into a situation around the pandemic, simply because the pandemic, as we've all seen, has created an acceleration of change and has, has sped forward the clock, I would say, a number of years, probably two, three, four years, if not more, and in, in every industry. So having a, an innovation team having to focus on businesses and business outcomes during that period has been has been a, a, an ideal position to be in for us. So what exactly has the role of the innovation team been in defining Vodafone's 5G strategy um, and looking out Further, what opportunities do you see for players like Vodafone in this context? Um, so, so innovation. I, um, so the role of the let's break out there into its parts. The role of the innovation team. Um, we play a key role in, in determining how we stitch together the innovation 
product portfolio. So we've got 5G, IoT, edge computing, all of these things hang together, but ultimately they're technology names. And and actually customers don't necessarily understand that, and nor should they, Jeremy. They should understand their own industries and they should understand how we can bring solutions to those. So I see innovation in two fronts. I see the innovation within the industry and within our own company and you know the creation of the innovation around our portfolio. So you know the race for edge computing or 5G or IoT solutions or maybe and, and we can wrap those up and talk about the innovation that we're creating at a network level, which is great. But actually what's more interesting for me is the innovation that we can now create in customers' businesses in each of the industry verticals, whether that's manufacturing, healthcare, transport, logistics, it doesn't matter. We now are enabled through that technology to begin to create those industry first and the innovation through industry verticals and and that's 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 so that's the, the role that i am playing within my team and, and in my business is is the diffusion of that innovation of our own innovation but leveraging that to diffuse that innovation into industry verticals and, and create those new business outcomes quite exciting stuff it is exciting uh, i mean you've mentioned a number of industry verticals there um there's a growing feeling in some quarters that 5g will best be achieved uh in verticals such as industrial or automotive. Uh, do you agree with that? And if so, can you share your thoughts and experience? Yeah, um, absolutely. So 5G brings with it standard attributes, speed, latency, bandwidth, capacity, all of these core capabilities of it. As a network, it offers customers benefits that are horizontal, so security and class of service and you know guaranteed capability, speeds, all of these things that come with 5G inherent in it. But actually, it is about vertical outcomes, Jeremy, and, and therefore the real realisation of the benefit of 5G will be delivered through those business outcomes in each of those industry verticals. I think as we... We did, there's a lot of textbook work leading up to the launch of 5G around where where would we see the demand, which industry verticals would grab a hold of it first. You know, is it government smart cities? You know, is it healthcare? And actually, it's been quite interesting the reality versus the textbook, as always is the case. We we largely expected to see most of the uh, early adoption happen in major MNCs. You know, in that multinational corporate space. And really, what we've seen is that the SMEs and the top end of SMEs are super keen to adopt 5G, innovate. You know, try new ways of doing things, adopt the technology. And that has meant that we've been quite surprised by the types of customers who have reached out to have innovation conversations or transformation conversations, you know, at the bleeding edge, you know, leveraging that new technology. You know, so that's that's been the surprise. So no one industry vertical more so than any other, but actually it's the type of customer that we're seeing, you know, so it's not the multi-billion pound, you know, corporations, but maybe a local university or a port or a council. And that's what's been quite interesting. And these are great projects to be so you're seeing SMEs as much in healthcare as in, say, transport and logistics, automotive. They're all uh, buzzing as areas. They're all showing similar degrees of development. They, they are, and, and I suppose they they operate in in competitive environments anyway. So I suppose the the opportunities there for them, but also the challenge, the risk. You know, so if they don't adopt these new technologies, can the comp competition get a hold of it before them, or could they develop? Um, so yeah, it is the SMEs, but also it's the it's smaller public sector as well. Jeremy, public sector have been quite active in this space. You know, local local councils, local government, you know, local ports. You know, that there's been a great area of innovation. You know, how do we how do we address 
you know, the rural Britain, for example, how do we not leave anybody behind? And that's core to Vodafone's values. How do we use connect technology for good? How do we make sure there's no digital divide? And how do we, and you know, and, and that focus we're glad to see is happening all across the UK. So we're involved in projects in the rural communities, in, in ports, and, you know, and, 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 and therefore technology is being um, ubiquitously spread across the country and adopted in different shapes and forms, um, you know, and it's great for us to be a part of those projects. I wanted to ask you about those vertical solutions because traditionally communication service providers haven't always been particularly strong in building vertical solutions um, in the 3G and 4G era. How are you overcoming this and how does Vodafone utilise the ecosystem in this process? I think I think before I mean, you're absolutely true, Jeremy. Correct when you say that. that I think telcos globally have been very guilty of creating products and then selling those products. You know, and they, and they you know they're they're, they're kind of motor up of up around that is you know we build it and sell it and run it. You know, so and, and typically those products would be horizontal in nature, mobility or fixed connectivity or internet access, and that was fine. Actually, it served its purpose. But we've got this stage of innovation now where it has it enables us to bring a very many different outcomes. So when we deliver five. 5G and 5G can deliver technology speeds faster than the human nervous system. I mean, that in itself is a fascinating statement. What does that mean then? It means that we can deliver lots of different transformational outcomes that hang off the back of that technology. Therefore, when we engage with customers and whether that customer is in one of the industry verticals or public sector, it doesn't matter, you know, they're quite interested in the role that we play and helping those and them deliver those outcomes. So what what is it? You know, they're very interested. You know, what is the outcome that I can achieve? And for me, customers typically fall into two camps. Uh, we, we fall into the camp of um, camp A customers are waiting for the technology to come along. They've got eyes on the technology. They've got eyes on the application that they want to use. You know, and they've been waiting for edge computing to come along with 5G and all the latency benefits to do that. Or customers that are 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 super aware that they can now begin to think about, they can transform, but they want us to guide and support them on those applications. And therefore, it's incumbent upon the operators to change the way we do business. So we've got to focus on what is our customers' problem statements? What is our customers' outcomes? What are they trying to achieve? And then how do we partner and play a leading role in that? And there's an expectation from customers now that the telco operator will play that leading role in helping them you know, pull together the ecosystem. Now, that's new for a lot of telco providers you know they probably didn't do that before but a tech comms company they would do that you know and we absolutely fit ourselves into that space so we play a leading role and we're, we're happy to do you know and and, it, and the reality is as marvelous as the technology is around the edge and 5g the real interest and in stuff is the applications through those third parties that we can hang on to it this is uh, really a transformation where the partner ecosystem is coming in. Michal, what are your thoughts on how to make the best use of the ecosystem? First, Danny, thank you very much for sharing. It's fascinating and it's great, really great to hear that Vodafone is taking the lead on this and working with the broader ecosystem. It also reflects very well work that we've done and research that we've done. Recently, we talked to enterprises and SMEs all over the world and it was clear they are very excited about 5G, as Danny said, but it is more important to come together to build an ecosystem that delivers solutions that better fit their needs than any 5G technology as a standalone. So Danny, maybe I'll ask you another question in that context. We talk to many communication service providers and they talk about, of course, we've been always working with ecosystem, 
But now we need a different type of ecosystem, an ecosystem that is co-create solution. Can you share your thoughts on that and your experience? Yeah, I think it's true. And I think, you know, a lot of part, we probably would have said the same. We've always operated within an ecosystem. We have lots of products in the portfolio that we didn't build ourselves, that, you know, we've taken from third parties, whether they're, you know, large SMEs or, you know, uh, multinationals, and we bring the market, you know, as a, as a wrapped proposition or a wrapped product. And I suppose that's the traditional telecoms approach. But actually, in, in this new world, um, if you can imagine a Venn diagram where we have 5G and IoT on one side, we have the edge compute on the other, and we overlay on top of that the applications. Where, where these three meet, that, that is where the next wave of innovation will, will occur. You know, when the application can take advantage of the network capability and, and the edge compute, whether that's on the device or in the premises or in the cloud, yeah, at the edge of our network, it doesn't matter. But what does that mean? It means that there's there's exponential growth now in terms of the true innovation that we can deliver. So the, the way in which we partner with an ecosystem has to fundamentally change. We have to move at a different pace. And therefore, it's not about productizing or onboarding. It's about selling with partners and co-creating. And that's a lovely you know, concept. It's about co-creation. And our customers are very, very keen to understand how can we co-create? Because what does that say to a customer? We're not going to serve you up a standard product that's off the shelf that might solve some of your problem statement. It's saying, what's your specific problem statement? What's the opportunity that we can address? And let's bring together the partners who can co-create that. And of course, all of the technology now exists through 5G and edge computing these applications to enable those conversations to happen. So it's a, it's a shift in the way in which the service providers have to operate. And there is a shift in terms of the way in which we onboard or adopt. And it can't be the cumbersome productization approach. It has to be a much more agile, feel fast, you know, a co-creation, collaboration approach. And, and that's key. No one provider has all of the answers. And I think that's the honest truth. You know, and, and when we all face up to that, is that we don't have the answer. It is a, it's a combination of partners who can bring true um, innovation. And, and that's the answer itself. You know, so that co-creation piece is key. As Mihal says, this co-creation phase is such an exciting new development. But how can Vodafone help the small startup partners to not only thrive, but even survive in the early phases of development? Uh, it's such a changed environment. Uh, I guess you're needing to take a, a slightly different role with some members of the partnership. Uh, absolutely. I mean, there's there's some there's some very practical ways in which we can do it. <clears throat> Certainly, we can we can support them, and we and we do um, in terms of helping small partners you know, test their net their their applications on the network or on the edge. So we've got edge innovation programs where we can bring them in and let them understand what's the benefits that I can get from moving from you know a second to you know ten milliseconds in terms of latency. What does that mean by way of that offering that I can bring to market? You know, so there's 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 ways in which we can allow our network to be tested and we're building those facilities across the UK. We've got one of our Newbury headquarters where partners can come along and they can plug into the 5G network, they can plug into our edge compute capabilities and test their applications. That's quite practical. More more importantly, actually, it's how do we take those out to market? So how can we support the ecosystem going to market? So we've got innovation labs. We've got one in Manchester. We're building one in rural Dorset with the Rural Dorset Council. You know, and, and these are popping up all over the country. How, how can this new technology be used to deliver those outcomes? And nobody has all of the outcomes yet. So it's great to be a part of these in a 
innovation accelerators, you know, these innovation facilities. So we can we can we can support small businesses through that or um, and SMEs in that journey. And then of course is our, our brand part, you know, so when we go to market and Vodafone is saying we know of three or four great solutions that do this. But you know for us we work with this partner and it's a great solution. Whether that's you know using mixed reality or augmented reality for surgery or it's using a IoT solution that can be plugged into the 5G network to do something in a smart city environment. You know, so there's the power in the ecosystem and the power of the brand. So Vodafone can leverage its, you know, its brand, but also can, you know, support the technology adoption through those innovation facilities. And we have lots of those and we've invested heavily in that. As you've um, faced those opportunities and uh, created new solutions, what are the challenges that you've faced in delivering uh, not just 5G, but other applications uh, in meeting end user expectations? What, what challenges do you find? Um, I think uh, it's, it's it's probably an it's a it's an opportunity for us. It's a learning journey. So every partner is different, and it's about understanding you know the, the scale and breadth and depth of the support and the relationship that you can build. Actually, the the single biggest challenge is that the technology has probably arrived before the developers had the ability to build. So we're not at this stage where we've got you know well what is edge compute capabilities at the edge of the network? Well, it's great, um, but actually okay. Well, give me an example of an application that's brilliant on that. I can't do that. You know we've got great applications that we're bringing to market on that but as a consumer we've all felt that we've we've got a 5g phone and it's great okay what can i do with my 5g phone well i can't watch netflix any faster and i can't listen to spotify any faster so but what so what does 5g do for me well the world of 5g on your phone as a consumer it, it will only evolve when effectively the, the the developers begin to leverage those network assets and the biggest challenge that we have is attracting the developers now to really take advantage of the network asset build those applications host them on the edge of the network, take advantage of the 5G speeds, you know, and that is when we'll see true use cases really, you know, glow. So the business markets has started first. They are the, the early adopters. We're seeing lots of innovation in that space. Actually, for the consumer market, it's much slower. So the use cases are less. So we're really keen to see more development from the developer community onto our network architecture and our capabilities. And that's when we'll see this, this growth. It probably continues to be the, the one challenge. And by the way, simultaneously the biggest opportunity. Have you ever experienced what I've seen occasionally in the industry where the technology gets ahead of the business case? I mean, you get a great technology and you know that you can roll out something, but the business case is still yet to be proven. Yeah, and, and, and actually that, that, that's, that, that is often the case. Proof of concepts were a term that we used quite a bit in the past. You know, so actually, let's let's try out proof of concepts and see if it works. I think within 5G, we've done a great job at, at doing proof of concepts now to say, okay, let's go out and create industry first, build a proof of concept. Let's understand what is the dynamic and dimensions of this look like and, and, and partner with customers and then let that fulfill, you know, let that feed the business case. So we're doing that in the reverse because typically your business case, then your CapEx invest, then you build a product and then we all hope it sells in the market. Actually, with 5G and this ecosystem of partners, what we've been able to do is say, okay, we, we know we're going to make the network investment, so let's make that now. And, the, and then let's go into the market and co-create solutions. What, what does that tell us about a business case and be realistic about it? You know, So we've, we've turned it on its head and we're finding that that is really useful because, like I said at the start, Jeremy, um, we're finding actually that the pockets of demand are very different. You know, So any business case at the start probably would have said, it's all an MNC, let's focus our efforts here. But actually what we're finding from this proof of concept approach to the business case is the demand can be anywhere and it's very different you know so it's a we've reversed it and it's worked well for us in terms of understanding that
co-creating isn't just for partners, I guess it's presumably also for technologies. And in the innovations unit, I'm guessing that that must be a daily brief. How do 5G and IoT get interconnect? And where do you see these uh, requiring a different approach? Jeremy, it's it's honestly, it's fascinating when we have customer conversations around, we're super excited about 5G, what can 5G do to us, you know, let's let's have a conversation around 5G, and we want to have that conversation, right, because we're well equipped to, we've got lots of referenceability, especially Vodafone, globally we've deployed lots of 5G solutions now, UK, we've been super successful in terms of creating lots of industry first, some world first in there as well in the UK, which we're quite proud of, but actually when we sit down with the customer and say, we've got all of this that we can talk about 5G, tell me your problem statement, and then they articulate quite clearly a problem statement that's been a problem for quite some time and you say ah okay i can fix that with iot today we don't need 5g and actually i could have done that with maybe narrowband iot or you know rfid you know so so when we talk about things like digital campus or digital buildings and i want to connect all of my people and places and things that i want to you know and they describe a you know a, a great use case for us to you know challenges us to deliver Actually, it's in our core DNA today, and it's something that we, you know, we can deliver without 5G. So we're not about reinventing the wheel. It's not about taking 5G and using it to, you know, sledgehammer to crack a nut. We we use 5G in the right way for the right solutions. Actually, IoT is very complementary conversation, and and as a result, internally within our business, what I say is that 5G is a great umbrella technology, and under the conversation of 5G, you end up having a conversation around fixed connectivity or IoT, because more often than not you can find a lot of the problem statements we can begin to fix with that alone. It's fascinating to hear the way you're fixing with existing technologies that have been in your armory for years. Um, so where are the challenges that you've come across lately as you develop your solutions in IoT? Um, in, IoT in IoT or 5G, I mean, it's, it's a similar challenge, Jeremy, for us in that when you create a great horizontal platform, which has the ability to deliver lots of vertical use cases into each of the different industries, it becomes a challenge for our salespeople even to understand, ah, but what is the, what's the product they're going to take to market? It's a, we have to change the mentality in the way we talk to customers because before we would have took a product to market, we would have talked to customers about a product and the outcomes of that product. But now we're not starting with a product and we have to retrain our sales to think differently. You, let's not think about a product. We've got an inherent capability, which is broad and diverse, and we can create lots of different outcomes, which are effectively infinite almost when we put it together 5G and IoT. So, you know, it's reversing the conversation and saying, let's start with the customer, which always should have been the case. But now we're saying to the customer, Please tell me about, you know, your problem statement, you know, within a particular industry vertical, and we will work backwards from that. Now, that's that's a mindset change, and it's definitely something that we can do, and we see pockets of strength across that, but this is an industry-wide challenge, and the industry has to get to terms with the technologies now there. We need to begin to have a different conversation with our customers about the outcomes that we can deliver, Jeremy. So the challenge is definitely an internal challenge to the telecoms industry, not a challenge of a techcom industry, a tech comms player would understand that's where we start, we work our way back. Of course, you've got to have that inherent capability across the IoT, the MPN, the edge compute capability and core connectivity that wraps around that. You know, once you've got all of that, the possibilities are endless. Of course, I'm not being complacent when I say that because I bring it back to the one point that I made at the start. The real secret is not in the network technology. It is, it's 
it's vitally important, but the real secret is in those great applications that we can hang on that. Now, we build some of those applications ourselves, but we have to partner in the ecosystem for a lot of those applications. But and, and, and when we do that, and we do that right, and we do it well, we can deliver massive benefits to our customers, true innovation into the industry, you know, and we can really take industry forward. It's the industry 4.0. You know, we're leading that industry revolution and it's happening today. Yeah. The name of this podcast, as you were aware, is uh, the Accelerators series. So I'm interested to know how important is speed in capturing this 5G and IoT opportunity? Um, I think speed is a relevant topic when we're talking about 5G. Um, I, I don't think, I, I think first mover advantage and first to market and all of these things is important, you know, but actually um, when we engage with customers, what we're finding actually on this journey is that customers are, are less interested in speed of deployment of solution. What they're wanting is tenure around their um, delivery and, and, and problem statement. They want you to hang in there with them to understand, okay, if I make the investment, what, what part else can I take a return investment around the MPN stack or the, the edge offering. So it's about proximity to customer, proximity to problem statement, proximity to you know the, the customer's life and journey. We've become true strategic partners in their business. So actually speed, yep, it's important that we get a network built quickly, you know, but actually the reality is that it's more important for us to hang in there, stay with the customer and understand that what we can deliver by way of value. And actually, Jeremy, great story. We have seen that time and time again now in the UK where we have delivered 5G solutions. We've delivered 5G, we've stayed within the account, we're understanding, okay, what else can we layer on top to build out that return on investment? And what we're seeing actually is customers saying, this is great, what we now need is 5G here, we need a different solution here, can we bring IoT into this? We begin true co-creation with the customer. So actually, speed is only measured as a measure of, you know, how quick we can deliver point solution. For me, it's not that relevant when we're delivering true innovation because it's about the journey with the customer. You've kind of anticipated my next question. Because I wanted to understand uh, if you could share a personal experience where you managed to get the job done faster or better through uh, innovation. Um, well, possibly not faster, but um, um, certainly better because everything that was done so far, Jeremy, in 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 the five G space has has effectively been either a first use case of five G or certainly an industry first of its kind, and it were really. You know, whether that's in education, in healthcare, in transport logistics, we're, we're really watching for the first time true innovation, significant scaled innovation in each of these industry verticals. Um, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky. Vodafone places me in a seat to be at the front of that. So it's bleeding edge technology. You know, we're, we're meeting with our customers and we're getting to talk about these opportunities that truly transform. But actually, it's not, this is not about PowerPoint presentations and decks. We, you know, this is about, um, delivering transformation today. Um, you know, we can we we can make um, together. We can make tomorrow happen, but we can make it happen today. Is the interesting piece, Danny? I, it's been fascinating. I think we've all learned a lot. If I was to ask you to pass on one lesson that you share with your peers about how Vodafone has uh, grown and developed its customers' experience through innovation, what would it be? Uh, it's, it's the same simple message, Jeremy, that I give to my sales teams all the time, which is 
please do not talk about technology. And and that's hard because I'm a product evangelist, effectively. So internally in our business, I'm one, you know, <laughs> I go in and I scream from the rafters around, you know, we've got the best of this and the best network and the best capability. And it's important they understand they have that, you know, but actually it's also important that they do not now talk about the technology to our customers. They've got to focus on our customers' outcomes. And that's really interesting for our customers because it's about their business. So get engaged with your customer's business, talk about their outcomes, and the customer, it should be agnostic to them in terms of the ways in which we deliver that. There's lots of different ways we can deliver 5G. There's lots of different ways we can deliver an IoT solution. There's lots of different ways that edge compute can be facilitated. Actually, the customer, you know, with the great respect, doesn't care. What they care about is actually, how can you deliver my outcome and what's my outcome going to deliver for me? And that's a better conversation. So the, the and, and as, a, as an industry, we have to quickly move to that point. So I think Vodafone's done a great job of that. I think all of our peers in the industry need to start to move the conversation to that direction. SMEs will benefit, you know, the ecosystem will benefit, you know, industry will benefit. So that is my, that is definitely my one piece of advice. Don't talk about the technology, which is a strange thing to say when you're the head of innovation for Vodafone, but it is the right thing to say. It makes perfect sense. Danny, that was a tour de force. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and your experience. There is such a lot for our listeners here to take in. We're all going to go away and have a little bit of a think about that. And my thanks too to Michal for anchoring the show. Michal, back to you. Thank you, Jeremy. And wow, thank you, Danny. That was really great. Thanks very much, folks. I've been really delighted to be a part of it. Thank you. Thank you again for taking the time to join us on Accelerators. Accelerators is a podcast by Beyond, hosted by Jeremy Cohen and joined by me, Mikhail Harris. We hope today's topic has inspired you to accelerate further, faster and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify or Apple. This podcast is published bi-weekly and produced by Fox Agency. Accelerators from beyond.